Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Let's start lying down on your back and have a few moments to land. You're in your own skin with all the time you need for full breath in and full breath out. And if as you're arriving here, there are things that arise that are outside the realm of this practice today, that's absolutely normal and it's absolutely all right. You just take the time to notice and let your mind put that item on a shelf, put it on ice to give yourself these 30 minutes in your space. As you are able to enter your space with this a clarity of mind that's achieved by putting the outside world outside. Start to lengthen your breath. Feel it fully through the rib cage. into the low back. Let the breath move the abdominal wall. Just as if you're just soaking up as much of the breath as you can before letting it go completely. At the end of your exhale, press your feet into the mat. Draw your lower abdominals in. Get that last bit of breath out from your feet and deep core muscles. Then inhale all the time it needs. Just suffusing the body with breath, with lightness, with ease. And breath is letting itself out. It's helped along by you pressing down through your feet, drawing in through your abdominals. One more here. Just the longest most luxurious breath you can take. Get to the end of the exhale. See, there's a little more to be pressed out, a little more feet into the mat, abdominals in. And then as you inhale, draw your knees up to your chest, give them a good hug in, little rock side to side. Cross the low back, see what's going on there. And rotation of the knees in their own orbit, the leg bones tracing circles in the hip joint. And let the knees go. And you're going to circle the legs so that the right leg comes around and takes the reclined pigeon across the left. Undo it, and the left leg comes around, takes the reclined pigeon across the right. Two more rounds of that active range of motion, reclined pigeon. 
right and left at that pace of your breath. into center, nose to knees, knees to nose, curl up and in tightly. Cross your right ankle over the left, press the left leg up into the right. And then inhale, release this, let the legs go away from you. Knees out to the sides, the ankles stay crossed. You're in reclined Siddhasana. Next breath out. Abdominals draw in. I think the abs are pulling the knees back toward one another. You tuck in, nose to knees, knees to nose. Reverse the cross of the legs. Then release it so that you've got reclined siddhasana, reclined crossed ankle posture. End of the exhale. Abdominals draw in. They bring the knees back together. Well, their helper muscles in that. We won't get into it. Draw nose to knees, knees to nose. Make your way up to seated. We're sitting cross leg, take a shoulder shrug. And then a light bow forward. Just go to whatever degree, whatever threshold. You feel the first subtlety of, of stretch and then a little easy side to side. So just to Getting back to steadiness of breath. And giving your body the message that this is not an abrupt or rushed practice. So sensation being rocked, comforted in the way that we move. Because comfortable muscles, muscles that are not concerned that they're going to be abruptly having to do something else, will let go more than the ones that uh, are tensed for action. Back into center line. Let your head drop, chin towards your chest. And then slowly up to seated. Lean out of this. Almost a boat, not quite. Switch the cross of the legs. Same deal, hands on the front, and then uh, just side to side. The, the scope of the rock, just enough to feel good rhythm of movement, of breath. Next exhale, you're going to make your way to center and drop your chin in. Breath here. And coming back up to seated. Shoulder shrug. Shoulders up to your ears. See the shoulder blades elevate just as high as they will go. And then take them straight down your back. Elbows heavy toward the floor. Lift the back of your head, the top of your brain, the tips of your ears. And bring your hands to the floor in front of you, the mat in front of you, and step back. 
the down dog. Pause in your down dog to set your gaze, but everything's still to, except for your breath. Breath is moving, creating the dynamic posture. You start to use the exhale to press the floor. Inhale to lengthen up from the ring and pinky fingertip to the hip crease. One more round of those actions with your breath. Rock forward into a high plank, press the floor away, and envision the line from heels to sacrum to rib cage, back of head, one line, lengthening. Press your heels back, up the head forward. We're going to bring knees down, body all the way down to the floor. Just note where your thumbs are, where they are, leave them. Right? For most of us, They'll be somewhere mid-chest. That's fine. That's totally fine. Just note where they are. Hug your elbows in. There's a good chance they could probably come in more. And then slide your elbows forward until your elbows are slightly in front of your shoulders. Right? Uh, that you see the crease of the elbow when you're looking down at it as slightly in front of the shoulder. That may make it uh, ver vertical, but you're not behind. And I really want to get this. So... Um, Take TV watching pose for a moment and watch where my elbows go. It's a really subtle difference, but here are my elbows behind my shoulders. My elbow points slightly in front of my shoulders, which may look pretty vertical. Here's way in front. Actually, this is not a problem, but this, the elbows behind is. This is not sphinx. It's not gonna get you anywhere and it's gonna put pressure in your low back uh, and also the front of the shoulder joint. You can see how my shoulder is angled forward. So elbow slightly in front. I say that for two reasons. One, when you're looking down, uh, it, just from the perspective, if it's not looking slightly in front, it's probably behind. And two, it's going to be better off if your shoulders, if you err on the side of front or back, err on the side of front. Uh, back is just really limiting in range of motion and puts the head of the, the humerus forward in the shoulder joint. So we're here, we're in stinks. It's a nice place to stay. We don't have to do much to stay in it, which is one of the reasons it's like such a camouflage, sneaky, but good pose uh, because it could be just easy. Or press your elbows, your forearms down. Feel what happens in your upper back when you do that. When you're pressing the arm bones down and lift the back of your head. And set your gaze straight ahead, eye level. Whatever you think that is right now. Then uh, bring your chin down towards your chest. Not a terrible thing to do. You probably get a good back of the neck stretch. Support that with your elbows pressing down. Note here that uh, you may not get your palms to the floor. I don't, and uh, I prefer to turn my palms in. You could also play with turning your palms up if, you're, if your hands don't want to ground. When you're turning your hands in, press the outer wrist and outer edge of the hands down. When you're turning the palms up, you press the, the back of the wrist and the back of the hands down. Right. From here, move from the back of your head, lift your brain, and come to gaze at eye level. 
what feels like eye level, what feels like the back of your neck has no lines, no creases. Then you're going to go with a tech neck. You're going to go with chin forward. So chin face reaching forward. This is all too common. iPhone reading posture happens in Sphinx too. Uh, if we're not paying attention, go back to elbows pressing down. Pull the back of your head up and back. You're trying to make yourself taller through the back of your neck. There's one more uh, faux pas for the neck in Sphinx, and that is looking up. So go ahead and tilt your gaze up. This is a, a common back bend. You know, like because I'm looking up, there's more back bend. There's just more neck tension. So realign gaze to be straightforward. Rest your elbows down, lift the back of your head. Then release down slowly. Hands underneath your forehead center. Let your upper back just melt. So chances are if you had that alignment going well and you had the action going well, you have some, some upper back stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, MFR is Sunday morning at 8.15. So uh, we'll, work, we'll work out any of this stuff. But right now, you can do yourself a favor by breathing fully in and out. And coming back to elbows, uh, slightly in front of the shoulders, aligned with the shoulders. We're going to dial into that function. So back to Sphinx. And when you look down your arm, look, look at your own arms, and you see this elbow crease in front of the shoulder, also see it as in line with the shoulder. So make sure that the elbows aren't going out to the sides or in too close. Most people don't get in too close. But when you've got your alignment here, the elbows sometimes want to roll out to the sides. And sometimes it's just skin that wants to roll on the forearms. Uh, like, so give it a test. Give it a little brace. If your arms kind of roll out to the sides, walk them in a little bit. Elbows shoulder distance apart. Press your hands down, lift the center of your chest, lift the back of your head. As your elbows go down and the head goes up, what happens to your upper back? If uh, what goes on is heat and uh, engagement, yes, that's it. Add pressing your feet down, squeezing your legs. Good. So basically this is up dog with no hands, right? The, the, the action, what's going on from feet to head is the same, right? Come on down slowly. Press your hands into the mat, shift back to child's pose with the arms coming up to a line beside your legs. And have a moment here where you check in with the upper back and we're doing the exact opposite of the Sphinx. So note the positioning of your neck and how you're, you're holding your face on the floor. There's no other way to say it, right? So um, traditionally, many of us are told, put the center of the forehead on the floor. Uh, and anatomically, for most of us, when we put the center of our forehead on the floor, we have put a, a hyperextension into the neck, right? You may need more toward the top of your forehead. I don't know, you may need more toward your nose, but how do you make the back of the neck just well aligned with itself, or even possibly that uh, 
that slight forward flexion that gets you a good neck stretch? And the answer could be you put your head on a block. But just notice if you, uh, if you happen to be one of many of us in child's pose, the uh, center of the forehead ends up jamming the neck because there's no reason why child pose should jam your neck ever, ever. You don't need to prostrate yourself with you know, center of your forehead on the floor and get back of your neck misaligned. That would be disadvantageous at, at best. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. One more time, check in with the back of the neck. So this is another one where tradition would say gaze to spot between your feet. Many of us, our gaze is going to fall somewhere in front of the feet so that the neck can be long, the head can be in line with the spine. Rest your hands down and forward right? as your hips go up and back. And we'll look forward and walk forward into a halfway lift. We'll go for the same thing with extending the spine from hips to head all the curve of the spine in the natural places and lengthen. So your gaze will be straight down. Exhale, bow forward, hug into your legs. Good. Blow a little bit with the sphinx. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High, push up to the floor as you empty. Slide your elbows forward. You're gonna inhale here, press your elbows down, lift up through the tips of your ears, the top of your head. As you exhale, slow release down, slide the hands back. You're about mid chest, press up hands and knees and back to down dog. Adding sphinx in is by no means easier in a salutation. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Press your feet into the mat. Continue to press them into the mat. Continue to fold in. Get that exhale that's driven from the feet and the abdominal. Breathe in, lift halfway. Here again, plant your hands. Step back, high plank. Press the floor with your hands and your feet. Tighten your body as you lower to the floor. Inhale, press your feet down. Slide the elbows forward. You take the position of sphinx and you activate it by elbows down. Back of the head up. Exhale, slide the hands back. Press into them. Land in down dog. Maybe harder than a box. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. It definitely takes more finesse. Breathe in and breathe out. I think that's why I didn't like it when it was first introduced to me in the salutations. Sit your hips back, ukatasana chair pose. Like I know how to muscle through a salutation. 
exhale, bow forward. When you add a more complex backbend, you have to slow down and focus. Breathe in, lift halfway, which is what most of us need predominantly in our yoga practice. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, lower to the floor. Point your toes back, slide your elbows forward. Breathe in, get full activation. You've got plenty of time. Then when you exhale, it doesn't have to happen all at once. Chest comes down, hands slide back. Press back, down dog. Flow through some actions and warriors. Right foot forward. Breathe in. Reach up from your feet to your fingers reach. Open out to warrior two. Press out from the center of your chest through your fingertips. Breathe in reverse. When you breathe out, straighten your front leg for the reverse triangle occur. Then triangle pose with the exhale. When you inhale, come up to stand. Turn to the side edge of your mat for straddle, lift up and bow forward. Then inhale, draw your heart forward, halfway lift. Exhale, walk your hands around toward your front leg, walking the front foot over into pyramid, back heel lifted. Heart forward, exhale, twist, right elbow toward the ceiling. Revolve triangle with the ball of the back foot driving down. Breath in here, pull the elbow toward the back wall. Breath out, look to your mat, right hand down, step back, lower yourself to the floor, press the hands in. Then on your inhale, point your toes back, squeeze your legs, elbows slide into sphinx, back of the head lifts, slowly release down, hands underneath, elbows press up, hands and knees, press back, down dog, take a moment, a breath here actually, and down dog, reach with the inhale, ground your hands, accelerate into the floor with your exhale. Left foot forward, breathe in, warrior one, we're just flowing through these, just touching into different movements of the body. Breath out, warrior two. Uncurl your toes, breathe in, reverse. As you breathe out, straighten the front leg, you have reverse triangle that you move into triangle pose. Good. On your inhale, bend the front knee, come up through warrior two, turn to the side for straddle. This time, heels in, toes out. We're gonna sit straight down, arms inside the legs, horses stance or goddess squat, press the arms out, pull your heart forward, inhale long, like halfway lift, and then exhale, hands down, walk them around towards the front. You're gonna have to walk the left foot over a bit to make that happen. You're lined up in pyramid, heart forward, back heel lifted. When you exhale, we'll bow pull, revolve triangle, front knee straight-ish, shoulder blades stack, back of the head in line with the spine. You're looking to your sidewall, 
Cactus your upper arm, pull the elbow back. When you exhale, hand to the mat. Step back, press the floor with your hands and your feet. As you lower down, breathe out, pull the abdominals in. Then all the time you need for that inhale, it slides your elbows forward, presses the arms down, back of the head up. And then release slowly down. Hands underneath the elbow, press back to down dog. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop through to seated. Catch a block to come down onto your back and hips in the air or legs in the air, hips on a block. If you prefer shoulder stand, take shoulder stand. And pause. Again, back to lengthening your breath. So here with the back just released to the floor, you may notice that the back is not quite released to the floor because it's been working so much in those back bends. How much can you melt the upper back? Can you take the shoulder blades from their work of pulling the body up into full release and letting them anchor you in a way that spreads the front of the chest. Really interesting, right? We, we did a lot of work with the shoulder blades, pulling shoulders down to create some openness space. Here, by letting your shoulder blades go free and letting the, the outer edges of your shoulders drop down different kind of space. Oh, never get bored if you truly pay attention to your yoga. There's limitless fascination to be found in how your body works. And there's this wonderful retreat for the mind as we focus in and Pay attention to ourselves as a living being. Know our own structure and function. Next exhale, slowly make your way down, feet to the mat. Slide your hips up off the block. Slowly down with your low back and your hips to the floor. Pause, take your arms up toward the ceiling. I'm gonna have a bear hug, right arm underneath. So like we're going for eagle, sneak in the eagle, deep dive into this, best way possible on your back. Bring your elbows in line with your shoulders. So they, they, wanna, they wanna tend toward the, uh, the legs, but with your shoulders, wrap the arms around and then just soften the hands. Again, let the shoulder blades just kind of melt out into the hands. So you have broad space in the upper back. Breath here with that open space and the hug energy. 
just you can do this in moment like acknowledgement of how good a hug feels do all that side and gently unwind rewind to the other and the arms around the body shoulder blades just resting in each hand something like that maybe it's fingertips depending on the uh, the structure of your rib cage elbows in line with the shoulders as best as you go full breath in and breath out appreciating the hug energy or the the space of the upper back both Undo that, dissolve it. Are there any further postures or stretches your body needs? Be drawn by your body into those. If you can come to rest, come to rest. Practice focused a lot on, on a really subtle posture, what seems at first to be a simple posture, propped up on our elbows, right? And it's one of those great like reminders of what things look like from the outside isn't necessarily what's going on inside. And how working from the inside, right? so engaging for not only body parts and the strengthening of our posture and our skills, but for our minds that are so bombarded with external stimuli. physical time becomes more and more important every day. And it's not necessarily the big flashy movements that get the most mileage. Rest in the acknowledgement of yourself as someone who explores, who moves and is curious. And who cares. How you're moving through this world. It's pretty cool. like to stay still for a while, soak this in, do that. When you're ready to move, start with your fingers and your toes, just small movements that, again, give your body the signal that you're just reawakening to the outer world, but there's not going to be a disruption. 
In the same way you roll to your right side. There's no disruptions, the effortless flow. Breath in, come on up to seated. And as you take your seat, line your arm bones up at the side seams of you, of your shirt or of your rib cage, however you want to think of that. And hands resting gently on your legs, arms at your side seams. Let your elbows get heavy. Pull the back of your head up and back, the tips of your ears up, your brain up. And in the mind's eye, you got these images of elbows rooting down, heavy, and the back of the head light and free upward. If your eyes were open, they'd be level. There's a feeling of spaciousness of lift across the chest. We keep this framework in the body. We'll bring hands together, heart center. We can just feel the, the drawing down of the elbows, the lift of the back of the head. And thumbs to forehead center. Lift of the head stays. The carriage of the body stays even as the arms move. Nicely done. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. You guys are posture perfect. Super good. Posture geeks unite, man. That was fantastic. Heather, I hope that got to what you wanted. Is that awesome? Yeah. The deceptive sphinx. I love it. Bye, guys. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.